0: podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk So miracle number 33. I know, incredible. We haven't done all 33, it's actually number 11 for us But uh, that's 11 weeks. And this morning, we have Blind Bartimaeus Receives Sight. Firstly, not in my notes, but I want to share this with you. Bartimaeus, although named, is a man with no name. Did you know that? Bartimaeus means son of Timaeus. He is a man with no name. There you go. Anyway, I thought I'd share that with you. So at least you've got something to take away. He was Bartimaeus, but he was a man with no name. Uh, I would imagine he had a horse. And he rode through the desert on his horse with no name. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, I took enough time for you to try and get there. A few of you were there and were like, no, he hasn't. Yeah, he did. It was, <laughs> it's got to be an Alistair joke. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all his. All his. <laughs> I can only apologise. Mark chapter 10 and verse 46 through 52 is where we're going this morning. Um, It says then, then they came to Jericho. Now I've put a forward slash there in my Bible because what happens from this point on is when they leave Jericho, okay? Okay. Can easily get mixed up if you're not careful because there are two miracles that happen regarding a blind person, one on the way in and one on the way out. This is the one on the way out. So, they came to Jericho then. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, there you go in brackets, look if you've got an NIV, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man, cheer up on your feet, he's calling you. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Give me goosebumps, that. Cheer up on your feet, He's calling you, throwing his cloak aside. He jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. Is there a simpler question? The blind man said, Rabbi or teacher, I want to see. Teacher, I want to see. Verse 52, go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. What a story. This is the gospel under a microscope and we get to see the intricacies of the gospel but the simplicity at the same time. They're leaving Jericho and a man cries out to Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, have pity on me. And we know, don't we? Um, And let me just think, I'll I'll say the phrase again. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, we know that uh, Jesus' earthly dad was... um Oh, thank you. There we go. Joseph. (laughs) Jesus' earthly dad was Joseph. So what's happening here? Well, of course, this man... The man with no name, Mr. Bartimaeus, he's been listening. He knows the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, the books of the law, and he knows the prophets, he's heard, he's listened. Very difficult to do both of those things, I find. I can hear things, but I very often don't listen. Matthew, do you want a cup of tea? I hear that. Yes. Matthew, will you make me a cup of tea? Nothing. Just nothing of course i'm on about laura shouting me she doesn't shout very often she's a very nice person she never shouts (laughs) but of course we then understand this chap here he's heard and he has listened because he knows that jesus is from the kingly line of david Isaiah chapter 11 tells us about that from the root of Jesse, the father of David. And the royal line is all the way through to Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, comes through Mary. And we get to see, uh, through uh, Joseph, and we get to see the joy of that and the realization of that in this culmination of scripture. Where this man, who is a man without name, shouts out, Jesus, son, of David he understands doesn't he who Jesus is and I guess I have a question for you this morning do you know who Jesus is is he just a guy that you've heard about maybe you've been along to Sundays for a few weeks or months maybe even years yes I've heard about Jesus give me a break Yes, I've seen and I've understood. I grew up with it as I came through school. We've heard about Jesus. But my question again this morning is, do you know who Jesus is? Because there's one thing knowing and there's another thing knowing. Yeah I know who Jesus is that, that everybody says oh he's the son of God and you know he was perfect and he came and he did what needed to be done and then there was a cross or something and, and then after that stuff happened. All there's knowing that Jesus Christ is the very son of God from the line of David the one that was prophesied about the coming Messiah that Jesus Christ came to deal with my sin and my shame. And he came and he was perfect. He completed the law. And in doing so, he made a way for me and for you to come to Jesus, to come to God. That we, through Christ, because of the cross, we can step from death to life. This is who Jesus is. He made a way, church, where the Bible tells us there was no way. He made a way through the desert, through the dry land, where there was no way. And then we, you and me, can you believe that? The royal we, us, we can have eternal life because of the work of the cross, because God did not spare his very best in his only Son, Jesus Christ. Church, that's the gospel. And the simplicity of the gospel is this, that as we put our faith in him and we say, sorry, that is a tough word. But I've done nothing wrong. (laughs) Never hurt anybody. (laughs) I live as moral as I can, you know, in this tough world. I pay my taxes. I've never done anything that would deem me breaking the law. Is that not enough? The Bible tells us there's no one good, not even one. The Bible tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I'm not here to tell you that you're you're a terrible person. I'm here to tell you that you're the same as everybody else. (laughs) We are sinners, and we are in desperate need of a savior. And here, this man in this moment knows exactly who Jesus is. And I'll ask you the question again. Do you know who Jesus is? I hope your answer is, yeah, you've sort of. Laboured the point, Matthew. (laughs) Do you know who Jesus is? And as he shouts, he understands. But those around him, well, they do, I guess, what most people do. They tell him to be quiet. Shut up, mate. He's not interested in you. Anybody ever felt like that? Anybody ever had people say that to him? Maybe not in a shorter term, but maybe in a roundabout route. Listen, (laughs) the gospel's not for you you know you're too far gone what a load of nonsense what a load of nonsense the gospel is for you sat there this morning it's for you and this man shouts out and they say to him listen be quiet don't bother Jesus don't get in his way just stay out of the way keep quiet And we might have those people around about us that that might not say it in so many words, but might say, listen, you don't believe in that church nonsense, do you? You go to church, why, what's wrong with you? Why would you do that? No, listen, it's just something that somebody's made up to make some people feel better. Oh, Jesus, you know, the church is just a crutch for those that are weak. But now you've heard who Jesus is. Now you know who he is because I've told you. And the truth is that Jesus, the gospel, the good news is for everybody. It, It is indeed for every single person But we have to accept Christ as our saviour. We have to say sorry for the sin in our lives. And we do not want to be put off by those around about us who maybe have something to say about it. Because church, the responsibility is yours to ask Jesus into your heart. Not your partners, not your friends, not those that you've maybe come to church with this morning. I'm presuming they're not friends. They've dragged you here. Just making sure you're listening. But you have the opportunity this morning to accept Christ as Saviour, but you have to make the step. It's for you to make the decision. It's for you to step from death to life. It's for you to shout out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. It's for you to do that. And even though they said to him, listen, Bartimaeus, be quiet. You're the man with no name. Nobody's interested in you. He said, I don't care what you think. I'm going to shout even louder. So he did just that. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Listen, he shouts and he shouts and he shouts. And the other thing that is very important for us to grasp this morning, he does not let pride get in his way so often particularly in friend circles something happens and then you decide well I can't do the right thing now because or what I feel like is the thing I should be doing because you know peer pressure and all that what they're going to think about me do you know what when you spend eternity with your savior it's not going to matter one ounce not one bit not one bit The key is that we accept Christ as saviour as we have the opportunity to not look away from the very gift that was given to you and to me. So we don't let pride get in our way, we don't let public opinion get in our way, we don't let people get in our way, we don't let anything stop us in the pursuit of finding the good news, the gospel, about finding life and salvation. Don't let anybody stop you from calling out to Jesus this morning and receiving salvation. Do you know it's the greatest gift on offer to the human race. The greatest gift on offer to the human race. But so many will go in the opposite direction. And as we see here, this man's persistence gets him an audience with the Messiah. Verse 51. Jesus says to him what do you want me to do for you what a great question the answer's simple isn't it but what a great question what do you want me to do for you how many questions have you got how many things would you like how many replies can you think up in this 30 seconds while I talk about this that you could have ready to say to Jesus if he says what do you want me to do for you think about it there are a million things aren't there i'm sure that you've already got 10 or 15 what do you want me to do for you but for this man he says rabbi or teacher i want to see, I want to see. What about you? What about you? What do you want? I just want to be happy. I just want an easy life. I just want things to run absolutely smoothly. We don't ask for much, do we? <laughs> I want everything to be completely and utterly perfect. Just a couple of quid left in the bank account before the next money comes in. That'd help. There are a million things, aren't there? But the man here, his heart is placed in the right position. It's on bended knee before a holy God. He's on bended knee before his Messiah and he's understood. He says, I want to see. And is there a greater request? The man's heart is so placed right that Jesus says to him, go, your faith has healed you, in verse 52. Go, your faith has healed you. Don't you find that phrase stark? Don't you find it jumps off the page? Go, your faith has healed you. You see, the truth is the man knew who Jesus was. He knew exactly who he was. He knew that it was the right place to be in front of Jesus. He sought him out. When he knew he was close by, he shouted to him. Even though he was a man that couldn't see, even though he was a nameless man, he shouted and he said, Jesus, I want to see. I want to see. What about you this morning? What about you? Are we just here because, or do we want to see? Are we just here because it seems like morally the right thing to do? It's a nice place to come. They give us nice tea, coffee and cakes. It's nice, it's warm. They play pool at the front. Never been to a church like it. Or are you here because you want to see who Jesus is and everything we do, God willing, is to give an environment where you can find him to find Jesus Christ. That's what we're here for. There is no other reason. And if there is, we're doing the wrong thing and it's time to do something else. It is all about him and we want you to find Jesus Christ. The the reaction of this man when he receives his sight tells me all about the man's heart. If we weren't already sure, Jesus says, go, your faith has healed you. And what does the man do? He says, immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. As soon as he could see, he knew exactly where he was to go and he followed Jesus along the road. You know, that's a challenge to us, Christian. Because as soon as our eyes have been opened, do we follow? Do we step? Do we do as the word says? Or do we look to the left and the right and go, oh, look at that shiny thing over there? How easy it is to drift. How easy it is to lose focus and to forget what the Lord has taught us. But here it says, immediately received his sight and he followed Jesus along the road. He doesn't go anywhere. Rather, he follows his Saviour. What a testimony. The man heard, the man knew the man grasped it. He called out to him. He, wasn't, he was undeterred by the noise around him. And the Bible tells us that he had his eyes opened and he followed Jesus. And we have the same opportunity this morning. You have the same opportunity this morning. Do you want it? Are you undeterred by the noise around? Are you so persistent that you've got to find out who this Jesus is? Are you so persistent that you're willing to take that step from death to life and say, Lord, I am sorry for the sin in my life? That's where God wants us to be, where we put our faith and our trust in him. As we've already sung this morning, he is a good, good father. And he wants the very best for you. Let's, uh, I want to ask you a question and I want you to be brave enough to answer. And I'm not asking right this minute. But I want to ask you, do you want to know Jesus? And this morning, if you do not know Christ as your own personal savior, you don't even know what that means. come and see me I can only be fair come talk to me I might look unapproachable hopefully I don't come and see me come talk to me And ask me I'd love to share I believe that's what the Lord's brought me here for so please come and talk to me and let's find out together who Jesus is and let's ask him to help us and to do something about the sin in our lives. Let's just pray, and then we'll close in worship together. Heavenly Father, again this morning, we just want to lift your name high. Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to just see and understand your word. Father, yet again we've seen another miracle, and we've understood that your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, was brought to this earth to bless those, to Father, to bless the human race. That, Father, as we put our faith and our trust in him, that we might receive Christ as our saviour. That, Father, we might pass from death to life. Lord, this morning we're so grateful for the gospel. Father, I pray that you might help those that are thinking, Father, those that have seen this morning, not to be intimidated, not to be put off, not to be scared, but, Father, to come and to find out. Lord, we know that you are seeking a harvest and that you want to reap those that are ready to give their lives to you. And, Father, we just praise your name this morning. We lift your name high. And again, Lord, as we just close in worship together, Father, may you just richly bless us. For Father, we ask this in Jesus' precious name.